Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid back nature. He's a family man and being a country mega star while also having seven kids. You know, he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Isn't it wonderful? All right, we have the Pastathon update numbers. It's exciting. We've crossed a milestone. Here, Ready? Here's the total amount of cash donated. $700,468. Woohoo! Oh, we got a real drum roll this time. How about that? 700,468. And the number of pounds of pasta and sauce donated, 19,902. Oh, so close to that 20,000. So close. 19,902. Next update at 7 o'clock with Conway. Yeah, crossing $700,000. Pastathon.com is the place to go to donate. But of course, you can also head to any Smart and Final and Wendy's through Sunday and donate at checkout. And don't forget, Jennifer Jones-Lee will be at the Smart and Final in Dana Point, Capistrano Beach, Saturday from 2 to 5 p.m. That's on Doheny Park Road. You can come out and donate in the store. And, of course, through tomorrow, you can drive up and drop off pasta sauce donations at Anaheim White House Restaurant, 8 in the morning till 3 p.m. And that, of course, is through tomorrow. 100% of your donation goes to Katarina's Club. All right, so... See if you can follow this, because it really can get confusing. I think far more fascinating than the dopey Gabby Patino Brian Laundrie story. Was that last year? I, I didn't follow it, except I could not stop seeing it everywhere. I think it's far worse when four young college students are murdered in their own home. 
rather than a girl and her crazy boyfriend. In terms she of, dies and he's on the run. Why was that so fascinating to people? What was the mystery there? I never understood that. She was a he pre- killed her. Why was there a mystery? Because she was a pretty blonde. That's why. I guess. Well, some of these girls are pretty, and I guess. It, but this was a brutal, horrible murder in a place where, unlike Southern California, <laughs> this doesn't happen. So, in the days since this happened, and it's coming up on—is it three weeks this Sunday? I think it is. Going to be three weeks. Uh, one of the words that's been used by police, the prosecutor on the case, is the word targeted. Now, let's start at the beginning here and explain that when you have a story as horrendous as this, four young people stabbed to death in their beds in their off-campus house, you want to tell the community something. And the first thing they want to know is, is there a serial killer out there who will chop my head off next or stab me in my sleep? So they came out originally and said they believe the killings were of a targeted nature, which led all of us to believe that whoever did this was after one of the four people that died, or perhaps more than one, and purposely went there to do this and to kill these specific people, which might lead residents of Moscow and students at the university then to think, okay, This is horrible, but it's not some random act. Well, since that time, the word targeted has gone back and forth. In fact, this story I found from NBC News and the Today Show is unbelievable the way this was worded. Let me see if I can find this specific uh, paragraph that I was reading just before we came on the air, which uh, uh, really just went... There was a story yesterday that the prosecutor in the case, it's the guy with the weird beard Mm -hmm. John was looking at, said he tried to clarify targeted to mean uh, we don't necessarily believe that they were targeting the people, but they may have targeted the house. And that was, of course, bizarre. Late last night, Moscow police tried to walk back those comments. Well, Today, they walked back the walk back. And here it is. Last night, we released a statement on the webpage to provide clarification. When asked for additional information, we have responded that our clarification last night directly addressed comments made by the Latah County Prosecutor Thompson, who said the suspect specifically looked at this residence and that one or more of the occupants were undoubtedly targeted. We remain consistent in our belief that this was indeed a targeted attack but we have not concluded if the target was the residents or the occupants. Even more confused now? Uh, I don't think they have any idea what they're doing or saying. I really don't. I think this is a bunch of uh, dumb clock local yokel uh, cops. Oh, here's how NBC News put it. In a second about face on December 1st, Moscow police clarified its November 30th clarification. I like that term. They clarified their clarification. You know, they they really would be better off just shutting up. They they don't have to, you know, you could tell the community we don't know. And then let everybody make their own decision on it. But the, the, to give these vague pronouncements about target, not target, it 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 doesn't mean anything. People in the community it, though wanted to know. Well, it doesn't matter. Do I have to be worried everywhere I go? Well, yes, but if you don't know, you don't know. It doesn't you know what the rest of the community has to grow up. All right, you got There's a. There might be a crazy person in town, or they might have 
be 10,000 miles away and you can't control it. Well, so if you want to, if you feel better leaving town, then leave town. But the dad, mommy and daddy policeman isn't going to make you feel better. They don't know. Maybe they don't know because they're incompetent boobs, or maybe this guy really got out there so quickly and cleanly. I mean, you think about it this way. If there was a murder down the street from where you live, but you found out it was the ex-husband who came back and he was angry and he stabbed his ex-wife to death in her bed. All right. You'd be upset. It's terrible. But versus the story that, well, I don't know, somebody entered the house, killed the whole family. We don't know who. We don't know why. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That would make you nervous. If you right. live there. But I don't want nonsense from the police. If they don't know, just tell me that. Then I'll decide, okay, I don't want to live here until they until they catch the guy, or maybe they're never gonna catch the guy. Maybe this ten years from now, you know, you'll see this on uh, sixty minutes. Still unsolved. Still unsolved. Like yeah. the John Benet Ramsey killer. Yeah. You know, thirty years from now, Steve Gregory will be doing a podcast out of his nursing home. <laughs> Unsolved. Unsolved. Cold case. <laughs> the Idaho murders. Right. <laughs> the year is 2050. <laughs> oh, maybe. Uh, we do know this. Half the students are not showing up to school. This is the time they prepare for exams. Uh, half of them have stayed away, either doing that online or just not showing up. So that's the percentage I'm hearing today from the students who decided they don't want to be on campus or anywhere near it right now. The other development is we learned today that two of the girls who were murdered were in the same bed together. Whether or not that's just the way they slept or I don't know, but and I would imagine that would not be the... Now, there was a couple, a male and a female. They didn't say whether or not they were in the same bed together when they were stabbed, but that seems likely know. if they, they were a couple. They, it's the other two girls that were in the bed together, they, I think. They've, they've let out so little information that, uh, you know, that's... that's and, and people have a lot of free time, so they're they're... Filling the vacuum with yeah, a lot of I, theories. I, I'm still going with my theory from yesterday that it's possibly someone who was fed up at the party house. And maybe that night everybody came home particularly noisy and crazy, I, and I, whoever I, did this, who might live nearby, that would make sense if they're bothered by the party house, just uh, took action. I don't know. I mean, that would be the top reason for a house to be targeted. Well, yes, it would be. If, yes. if, if, if that's a real thing, if that's really one of the But that's unusual. More likely have. is, you're right, a stalker or somebody who's frustrated over something that happened with one or, of these four. Or just uh, a serial killer. Like, who is the guy? Who's son of Sam, remember? Uh, uh, David Berkowitz. David Berkowitz. And he went through... He was shooting people, yeah. Yeah, but there were specific type of people. It was couples on dates. He'd see because them... Because the German Shepherd told him to. Yeah, right. He had a talking dog in his head. And and so he was he he would um, shoot uh, couples who were talking in the front seat of their cars or maybe making out something like that right they were they were definitely on romantic dates and oh. that triggered something in him and that's who he was going after so you know it could be that kind of thing maybe a cat maybe he wanted to kill blondes and the thing that makes sense is this is a college campus situation where guys like that would be particularly drawn to. And might get particularly worked up over, you know, attractive young people having a good time and I'm not a part of it and or she rejected me or. But they have gone through so many possible suspects, everybody that was around the food truck, the guy that gave him a ride. Uh, remember the guy that she called well, are, on her phone, the former, the on and off again boyfriend. I mean, there aren't that many people in this town. There's only twenty six thousand residents, I think. Yeah, a lot of them are students. Yeah, a lot of them are students. And so you, you eliminate all the women, right? 
and yeah. you're basically you look at how many 18 to you know 30 year old males are there who because that's the age range that's of, the age for this kind of crime yeah. right exactly so how many are there yeah and and you know you run out of people quickly now yeah. all right we got more coming up it is the Johnny Ken Show on KFI AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. All right, well, uh, guess what's going on in a courtroom? It's probably just ended for the day. It is the uh, final arguments in the Harvey Weinstein uh, sex assault trial with the four Jane Doe's, and then there were other witnesses who were there to establish the pattern of behavior. Uh, the final arguments being made for the defense are being made by Alan Jackson. He's an attorney with Worksman Jackson and Quinn. We've talked about Mark Worksman. Alan Jackson, I think, also represented um, Kevin Spacey. You're familiar with the Kevin Spacey story. <laughs> anyway, he's a top criminal defense lawyer. And what we're hearing... Oh, sexual weirdos is his specialty? He made the case to the jury today that two of the women made it up and the other two engaged in transactional sex. Mm-hmm. Which one do you think he's accused... The wife of Gavin Newsom. Being. Oh, transactional sex. You are correct. Yes. She is a Dane, Jane Doe number four. He spent some time on her. Particular attention, it says here, was paid to Jennifer Cybell Newsom. He argued that her testimony was a theatrical, overly dramatized performance. She, of course, said Weinstein raped her in the year 2005. She thought it was going to be a business meeting. He said what you saw was an act. See, that's that where well, your defense attorney... That's what you'll do to actresses who make charges. You can always say, performing. Hey, that's right. Hey, she's a fake. She's a professional fake. She's trained to be a fake. That, that was her career all her life. She wanted to be a fake and fool people. He argued that it was consensual transactional, transactional sex, but it's at odds with her self-image as a successful, educated, well-bred, refined woman. And, of course, we also know she's involved in these women's documentaries. Mm-hmm. So she's clearly on the complete opposite stage of anybody that would do that. So he's saying that she's, she hates it. She's willing to lie to purge herself of her own choices. And then he displayed those emails that Newsom sent to Weinstein after the alleged assault, asking for campaign money for her husband, asking for advice. Remember that about how to handle the press when it came to uh, Newsom's, uh, you know, uh, uh, extramarital affairs is before he married, uh, before he married Cybell, but he apparently. Yeah, I mean, him. you know, that could play both ways. I mean, she could get more sympathy because she's uh, the famous wife of the famous governor, and 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 she's pretty, and you know, people will be enamored with her. She seems more credible, right? Probably, or today. you know, if you uh, want to have a uh, uh, more nasty appraisal, you could say, well, she what she. Married a governor. She was sleeping with a Hollywood producer. You know what? What's what's she about here? She was she was a status uh, climber, is what she was. And she wasn't nobody when this allegedly happened in '05. She didn't meet Newsom, I think, till the next. Yeah, she year. had she had very little success acting. Yeah, and I, I imagine she just didn't have a whole lot of talent, or she just whatever she had wasn't appreciated. Uh, he argued that Jane Doe number three. Also engaged in consensual sex acts. She wanted to write a book called Naked Massage. I'd never heard that before. Uh, she's the one that testified that Weinstein uh, trapped her in a bathroom uh, after she gave him a massage and then uh, grabbed her while he uh, pleasured himself. Fame and fortune attracts fame and fortune seekers. 
He benefited, she benefited. That's the meaning of a transactional relationship. They played the game, but they hate it now unequivocally. And that hate translated into their testimony. That's how he dramatically portrayed this well, to the jury. You, you know, the, the thing is, is that um, when you're dealing with actors and actresses and show business on the lower rungs, it's a pretty seedy business. Most of the actors and actresses... It is. I mean, the, the expression they're, they're, casting couch didn't come out of thin yeah, air. It's been there for decades. A lot of women make their way by sleeping around with producers and directors. Some young guys, if they're gay, make their way by sleeping with the gay producers and directors. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's the way the world is yeah. to a large extent. And most actors and actresses are very insecure, really desperate. You know, every year that ticks by makes you nervous because you age out. Obviously, they want young people, for the most part, acting to get young audiences. And there's a clock ticking real loudly. Yeah, well, that's who goes to movies more often right. as young people. sure. So. You know, and streaming, it's not quite the same, but it's obviously worse for women than men. And maybe some women do get desperate and they finally resist, 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 and then they sell out. And what I'm saying is this is the backdrop for a defense attorney to hone in on the victims and try to create the reasonable doubt. If if I don't know if anybody's paying attention to the uh, the Danny Masterson rape trial, he used to be in that 70s show. And his trial was going on down the hallway from Weinstein's. And he was accused of raping several women. And the jury came back today, a hung jury in all cases. Yeah, it was a mistrial. And they were all, these were all Scientologists. He was a Scientologist. The victims were Scientologists. So there was the, that angle. What I'm saying is it is hard to get rape convictions, especially on people who are famous, especially when you're dealing with actresses who may not present themselves as sympathetically as, you know, a cashier at a grocery store. But Weinstein's already been convicted in New York, and I'm sure this jury knows that. So it's already been seen as credible that he raped women in another state. It's likely they'll feel the same way this time. That's how I feel. You and I have talked about the truth, and the truth is there was all sorts of shades of this. There are women who go there and they are completely sexually assaulted and it's awful and this man ought to rot in jail. There are women that go there that understand the idea of transactional sex, but maybe they change their mind and he assaults them and he should mm-hmm. rot in jail. And then there's the third right. who understood what this was about and accepted what they had to do and made no objection. Now, now he is such a monster. Like like his, his whole persona is being a monster. And he's got the deformed genitals. And he's got the rape that. convictions. And, and he's so physically repulsive, right? He really is. He really is physically repulsive. So his fame and his money didn't help him. Probably not going to help him here. But right. maybe for another guy being famous, well, we went through all those trials years ago where all the famous people got off, right? Yes, yes. You know, Michael Jackson got off and Robert Blake got off and – Phil Spector, remember, got off the first time. First time, yeah. Uh, you know, obviously, OJ. So there was this whole series of trials uh, 20 years ago where you you you, could, you couldn't get a well-known person convicted. Convicted, yeah. All right, we got more coming up. This is the John and Ken Show on KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. The Moist Line returns during this hour tomorrow. It'll be the first time in two weeks. 
It'll come complete with our festive holiday Christmas music in the background to drive you crazy rather than the usual sounds. Uh, you can still leave a message. The iHeartRadio app is one way, using the microphone icon, or call the old toll-free number, 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. I'm just looking at the pictures of tonight's uh, lavish White House state dinner for the French president. For this crowd that, you know, pushes the idea that we should care about uh, low-income people who can't afford lavish meals and big parties. You should see the outfits these people are wearing. Good God. Biden with his tuxedo and the wives with all their uh, resplendent uh, gowns. Wow. Yeah, they're faking it. John Legend's in there. We were just talking about him last hour. (laughs) John Legend showed up. (laughs) I heard Hunter Biden's there, too. Isn't that kind of weird? No. The disgraced son? No, because the Bidens, they're all sociopaths. They don't care. They have no shame. This is apparently because of COVID. This is the first uh, big event. Oh, was that why? Yeah, I read he hadn't yeah. had one in two years. I didn't even yeah, occur to me. Yeah, it's because of COVID. They didn't oh. want to do the whole. So they finally decided that now's the time. Since Biden became president, there hasn't been anything this lavish like this kind of a state dinner. And as you mentioned earlier, they're serving lobster as much to uh, Deborah Mark's delight. Uh, t- 200 of them. It's this massive 200. lobster slaughter. Yeah, it was a <laughs> lobster boil. You should see the pot. They all went in there at once. (laughs) And you could hear the screams of the 200 lobsters. Exactly. Eric says we've been getting lots of calls that people are saying that lobsters don't scream. (laughs) I I say they do. Did you do do your own research on this? No, not yet. I'm busy doing other things, but I'm going to. You'll come back tomorrow with with your portfolio of research. You know what we could do? We could bring a lobster here on the air and and just slowly boil it and see if we can hear it. Just make sure I'm here. We'll put a microphone right right at the tank there. Yeah. No. I would walk out. Well, I just want to see if they really scream. No. No. (laughs) I can't wait for tomorrow. I want to see her research. I am going to do the Uh, research. Now, prepare yourself, because when we have the change in government, where the House of Representatives is now controlled by Republicans, well, do you see that a couple of races are in doubt again because a couple of states will not certify the elections? I think Arizona is one of them, there, right? Yeah, Arizona has, has some wacky county where— Maricopa? Is it Maricopa? No, it's a smaller oh, it's a different one. one. And, oh, and uh, they, they, uh, they don't—they're they're not certifying it, and there's a deadline. And I always wondered what would happen if— uh, they don't meet the deadline because you can't carry on like this forever, right? <laughs> and the, the the rule is if you don't certify the election and submit the numbers by a certain date, then we're going to discount your votes. They don't exist. So what does that mean in terms of a congressional position? Well, I I heard that one of the that the Repu- incumbent just stays there. One or of the Republicans will end up losing because his margin of victory is coming from this county, and if they take away his votes, oh, then he's going to lose. They're just not going to count that uh, that county. Oh, so well, I imagine there's going to be intense pressure from the uh, from the Wa- Washington Republicans to uh, you know get in line here. Well, you saw that uh, Trump already came out and said Kerry Lake is the governor of Arizona. Yeah, go I, ahead and I, certify I, it. I know. I know. <laughs> She's been carrying on like a, like a lunatic every day. You know, just absolutely ripping off Trump's act from two years ago, and everyone's tired of this. 
I thought you and said good no, things about her a few months oh, ago. Oh, I liked yeah. no, I didn't. No, I I liked she's the way she's a TV anchor, right? Or yeah, something? I liked the way she told off all the woke journalists. I, oh, I that's what that. it was. That's right. But you know, this is where everybody goes into cuckoo land. You know, you start you start saying the election was stolen. Well, what's your proof? I don't have it. Okay. No. How long what do you... this crowd needs to do, and I think you had a story in the pile the other day along these lines. They have to figure out how to fight back. Uh, I just read that Bass got more votes than any L.A. mayor has ever gotten. Mm-hmm. And Biden, of course, got 80 million votes, which no U.S. president, nobody running for U.S. president right. has ever gotten 80 million votes. It's, it's so... the mail-in ballots. Yeah, and, so and the, the, what dem- the other side has to do is figure out their own way to get those mail-in ballots they're, on their side. They're not, they don't even try. The Republicans don't even try. They just to harvest they, or to... to to harvest to remind people to mail in their ballots. The Democrats uh, have quite an organization behind this. You yes, think? and and they they have all the information of the voters, and they are constantly sending messages to the voters saying, to "Don't forget, them. mail in your ballot, mail in your ballot, mail in mm. your ballot." Nag, nag. Yeah, because when you register as a registered member of a party. I, I guess you probably give your uh, your address, your phone number over, whatever. Yeah. They they find you, and and it works. Where the Republicans, you know, they're so appalled by uh, ballot harvesting and so appalled by mail-in ballots, they just decry gr- it rather than join. You know, if you can't beat them, join them. Yeah, this is the game. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I, you you lost power, you lost elections. The Democrats snuck in all this funny business. With mail-in ballots and ballot harvesting, okay, boo-hoo. Uh, that's that's your fault for not winning the election. Now they won. Now they've got a new system, and you don't want to play. And now you're losing elections like crazy. Because I, uh, they're thinking that all of these extra votes that are coming in under the mail-in system, a lot of them are fraudulent. That's what they're claiming. But you have to prove, prove it, it, right? Or you have to compete with your own set of fraudulent votes. Right, and they find like an isolated case of some error or problem. They say, "There's your proof." Instead. But it's- what we talked about before. Everybody wants to play the victim. Oh, I was victimized by vote theft and corruption. <laughs> it's like, shut up. Overcome it. Disenfranchised. God. Suppressed. I mean, people actually believe what we were taught in school when we were in third grade, that we have the most honest democracy on the planet, the finest form of government. No, we don't. The, the 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 system is 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 infected with corrupt boobs all over the place. Everyone's trying to game the system. All right. So one place we're going to watch is New York City because the announcement was made this week by the mayor of New York City that they are going to crack down on the city's homeless population and they are going to involuntarily take in those deemed to be in a psychiatric crisis. It was a broad announcement, and Adams was talking a lot about what's going on in the subways. Apparently, there are people that just lie there all day, whacked out, whether it's drugs or mental illness or both. And he's just decided that this has gotten big enough that we need to do something. He said, for too long, there's been a gray area where policy, law, and accountability have not been clear. This has allowed people in need to slip through the cracks. And uh, it cannot continue. Now, there are a lot of questions about how they're going to do this. Supposedly, there's going to be special training for police officers and even fire and paramedic people to be able to go out there and evaluate somebody who is homeless to see whether or not they're so out of it, they can't really make a decision for themselves. and They can't even take care of the basics of life to bring them in. It didn't take long, though, 
for the advocates for homeless people to go off and say this is horrible, um, that to, to give the police this power is going to result in people's civil liberties being taken well, away. It, and- so, but it's just talk. Let let them let them pout and complain and scream. Who can- I'm I'm just amazed how intimidated politicians are by activists. Tell them to go bleep themselves. Hmm. They can go run for mayor yourself, and you can set up your, uh, your paradise of uh, vomit and excrement and uh, and urine. How and about let- this? How about let us do this, and we'll see how it goes. And if you have complaints, then come to us. But I wouldn't listen to them. I you don't get to complain. Yeah. Go go get a real job. The 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 problem is in the story is there's no place to put. Yeah, that's what we're hearing. Ill. It's not enough well, mental health services. Be right. So I, I don't know what you do about that. You you should take them off the street, definitely. No excuses. But you have decades and decades where nobody has built any mental health centers. They also don't have employees either. Yeah, I don't know if people want to work in that profession anymore. No, they don't. It, it's, it's crappy pay, and you're dealing with insane, crazy people. And in this case, these are going to be crazy people who don't want to be there. They're going yeah. to be thrown into these uh, r- 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 treatment centers against their will. Yeah. So, but you have to spend a lot of money, and it takes a while to build it. Now, they should start now, and then maybe in three years or five years, they'll have a big system. But that's what you ought to be spending tax money on. In the meantime, just get them off the street. Do whatever you have to do. Now, you're right. It says here in the New York Times, he's acknowledged that New York City does not have enough psychiatric beds to sure. accommodate everyone. That's right. Because and they- there was a decades-long deinstitutionalization push, which we know well here in California, that closed a lot of these psych hospitals. Right. And it was a failed, it's a failed experiment, and it's gone on for decades. It's a horrible failure. And now you have 2,000 people dying in the streets in L.A. every year. 2,000 people. Can you have a bigger failure? But We do need to cycle back to institutionalization. People oh. hate that word because it sounds like it's going to be horrible, but we you, have to do that. How, and how about making the institutions not horrible? I know. Not cruel and torturous. There's the trick, because there's always evil operators that just want to get their hands on the money, and then they'll treat the people like crap in the institutions. Well, right? Maybe there aren't good, enough good people available to, uh, to do this properly. All right, we'll finish. Coming up next, John and Ken, KFI, AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. Well, it seems like every week or so, more and more proof comes out that the COVID lockdowns were really, really damaging. And here is a brand new Stanford study that just finds that teenagers apparently suffered from prematurely aged brains. First, when I saw this headline, I thought, their brain shrunk? Well, no, but the pandemic stress, according to this study, found that changes in brain structure that occur naturally with age sped up in adolescence as they experienced the COVID-19 lockdowns their brains ended up looking like those of their peers who were about three years older. That could have lasting implications, according to this research. Uh, Stanford professor of psychology, Ian Gottlieb, said, we know developmentally that brains change over time. That's not all a surprise, but what was surprising here was how quickly these changes occurred in adolescence as a result of the pandemic. What those changes mean as far as teens' brain function and mental health, and whether the changes will be temporary or permanent, is not clear yet. So I guess stress can age your brain faster, huh? Stress ages everything, everything in your body. I know. 
Yes. Your your internal organs, your immune system, your looks. Yeah, uh, I know. It, That's why you should just chill out all the time. Yeah. No, it, 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 it stresses. It's like the big killer. Yeah, and it's too bad because, you know, often people smoke because it relieves their stress, but then that ages your body, too. So right. It's kind of a no-win situation you know, there. You just, you just can't care so much because it doesn't really matter in the end, does it? <laughs> well. We just all go, it all goes dark. They yeah, but you would box. think in the 60 or 70 or 80 or 90 years you're here, you want to have it to be, you know, somewhat pleasurable. You're not suffering. Yeah, but they're, but it, it's not so pleasurable for a lot of people. No. There, there's, there, there, you know, they, 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 you're, you're doing it. You're chasing all these different things because you want to be happy, but chasing it makes you unhappy because it's difficult. You're not going to get everything you try for. You get thwarted. The country had never tried anything this big before, which was the lockdowns of 2020 into 21. And boy, somebody should have thought that out first. I remember when we did the story back then. This came from what was it, a hack in the in the George Bush administration who came up with this idea of let's just uh, yeah, socially was, isolate everybody. It, it was it was bureaucrats brain social distancing and no, it's bureaucrats brainstorming. Okay, they have a meeting. Well, what do we do if this happens? And some guy says, oh, I don't know, let's lock everybody down then. Because if everybody's locked in their homes, they can't spread the, the disease, right? Yeah, that's right. And they never went to step two. Okay, what are the consequences? How are kids going to learn? What's that going to do to uh, the, uh, the, the relationship building that children and teenagers normally do? What does that do to people's careers, the economy? I, I mean, they're, they're so... They're, in fact, like in China... There was, oh God, there was a story in the LA Times today about, you know, the COVID lockdowns in China. Yeah. And, and, the, and, and the, the LA Times was subtly in the story rooting for lockdowns. Like oh, they, I saw that they, because they, if, they, if, they, if they remove the lockdowns, there's not enough vaccinated people. It could be a disaster. Right. And, and part <laughs> of it is that the Chinese immune systems won't be able to handle the COVID because they've all been locked down for so long and the vaccines either didn't work or people didn't use them. And so now it's going to spread like wildfire. Every, and everybody's going to die. It's going to be a terrible disaster. So let's stay locked down without looking and saying, because you locked down, the, the, the immune systems have not been challenged. Like here they claim like 95% of us got in contact with the COVID virus. So yeah. there's a lot of immunity. So you're not seeing these big waves anymore because we all have antibodies one way or the other. And we made vaccines that worked, and the Chinese didn't, and they don't want to buy ours. Well, with this study, they matched a group of 82 teens, ages 13 to 17, who experienced the 2020 lockdowns with a group of 81 teens who had been assessed before the pandemic. The two groups of youth were matched by sex, age, uh, pubertal status, race, race, ethnicity, Parental, they did everything. Mm -hmm. Following the pandemic shutdowns, the researchers observed, observed growth in the hippocampus and what is it called? The amygdala areas of the brain. Amygdala. Amygdala that affect memories and emotions and found thinning in the cortex that affects executive functioning that made adolescent brains appear comparable to those of youths that were three years older. Mm -hmm. Yeah. At least in the short run, this is the case. Now, they don't know how this will play out in the long run, but clearly, in addition to learning loss, there was oh. brain development. Oh. Uh, a tremendous lack of stimulation 
because they couldn't go to school and the stress right and the loneliness yeah, it's, just, it's, it's a terrible idea. And, you know, the, they, the, 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 if they ever try to do this in America again, then people should go out and take to the streets and arm themselves. Arm themselves? Wow. Arm themselves. It took a step there. Yeah. Hmm. All right. All right, uh, Conway's here. Hey, now, hey, now, hey, now. Steve Gregory's coming on tonight at 6.05 to talk about the 10 students that were, I guess they're treated for possible cannabis overdose. I didn't know you can overdose on weed. I thought you just get really, really high. Didn't you try? I, I've never really. I, I don't really like to be too, too crazy. I like a little buzz once in a while, but yeah. I don't like to be, you know, out of control. Right. I don't like it. Yeah. Like uh, Adam Carolla said, you know, 10, 20, 30 years ago, when you took a hit of weed, you just had a buzz. Now you take a hit of this new weed, and you're in the desert, nude, looking for turtles. You know, <laughs> it's just it's way too so, rough. So what's wrong with that? Yeah, it's not. It might be, uh, you know, for some, for some, right? <laughs> Dean Sharp is coming on tonight, the House Whisperer, and also at Target and CVS and other major retailers, many cold and flu medication. All the shelves are empty. They're gone. Yeah. So and they're also a problem with people hoarding it. People aren't even sick, but they're getting oh, it in case they do that. get sick. It's like toilet the hoard- paper again. Yes. Hoarders. That's right. They're uh, they're back. And then California Department of Justice uh, mistakenly posted the names and addresses and birthdays of nearly 200,000 gun owners on the yeah, Internet. Yeah, that was a mistake, right? Yeah, right. Mm, yeah, we're sorry. <laughs> a radical mistake. We're coming for you. That's yeah. right. Uh, and then uh, World Cup uh, ratings over the, for the U.S. Uh, uh, victory over Iran were huge. Huge, huge, huge. I don't know. Good. I, I, did you guys watch it? Um, I know uh, you big soccer Some. fan. I, no, I just watched Some. one of the Polish uh, matches. Oh, you did? Yeah, did Jones. they win? The Poles win? The Poles have made it to the next round. Is they that right? Lost, gonna, but they made it to the next round by well, they had Mexico. A, they had a win, a loss, and a tie. Right, but the last game they lost. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Argentina. It was good enough. America's undefeated. Yeah, not Poland's lost. not going to win the World Cup. Let's be real. Well, you know, I, I don't uh, – anything could happen, you know. You know, the one thing I like about the game, and I and there's very few things to do, but the one thing I like about the game is when they start that game, there are no commercials until halftime, and there are no, no there commercials aren't. until it's over. If only and that there, clock keeps running, yep. they have to keep track <laughs> of the time when the ball is out of play. If only there was action on the field, right? Right, right exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they got That's the right, right idea, right? Uninterrupted, but, no commercials, except nothing happens on the field. They, they just the, run back and forth. Right. The NBA knew they were they were in trouble when nobody was uh, scoring enough points and people started to uh, drift off to other sports, so they created the three-point line. Right. Oh, Something's yeah. going to happen like that in soccer. They have yeah. to. They can't go 0-0. You know what? I, I was surprised watching the match. It was played exactly like I remember when my kids were in the rec leagues playing soccer, everybody goes towards the ball. Every, everybody runs to the ball. They go up. They go down. They go up to the. Nobody ever scores. That's great. Not a lot of nuance to the game. No. That's kind were, of how it works. were you the guys that brought? Were you the family that brought the cut, the sliced oranges to the game? Oh well, yeah, because there was snack mom. That's right, snack mom, snack mom. I although, love snack although, mom. You know, no there Twinkies. Was, there were snack moms who brought candy bars. Yeah, and then there were snack bomb moms who brought like avocado slices. Yeah, kids didn't like those moms it was too hot my, when my daughter said she wanted to quit soccer i'm like hallelujah man let's, let's get <laughs> out of dog. here let's run those were long uh, uh, it was at halftime she goes i got i hate soccer I'm like, let's get in the car <laughs> don't figure it out don't figure you're not here anymore all right conway's next yeah uh, ding dong ding dong and, come on uh michael treasure is the news kfi yeah. kst hd2 los angeles orange county live everywhere on the iheart radio app 
let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.